A new dramatic episode of The Bachelorette Diaries starts right now. Welcome to The Bachelorette Diaries. I'm Tony and you're here with Mark and Joey. We're starting off, basically, I think it's like halfway through the season. It's episode 7 that we're starting on, right? That's right. And I know that because the host... Which seems unnecessary. Who, who is that person? I was still confused when he first. Okay, first of all, has up. anyone watched an episode of Bachelor before this? My relationship with this show is with uh, The Bachelor. And I was like, it's horrible what the producers of this show are putting these women through. A little bit. Yeah. I've seen maybe one episode, and the dude is just like a host to like get things going and like just sort of like an intermediary to be. How are you feeling? What's going on in your head? Is uh, it the same host? Like, yeah, it or is, isn't it? It's it's the same from The Bachelor, isn't it? I'm pretty I, sure I it's the same. I have no idea. I'm yeah. sure if they changed the host from season to season, no one would really notice. Yeah, no, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm fairly certain it's the same host okay. for both shows and from season to season. Mm. So we had started, I want to say, halfway through this competition, which is terrible, and I'm like, I need. I need to know some more backstory behind some of these guys because some weird storylines, I guess you could say, that's that's going on. Well, not weird. Well, it starts off with that thing. The, the episode starts off with that incident. But I want to know what he's been referring to for the past six episodes. It's funny because I thought the same thing because I thought he was saying service level person instead of surface level. Yes. Oh. So I was like, <laughs> what's her job? Is she like a... Oh, that's another like, thing. Aren't, yeah. these like, aren't, aren't these like bachelors and bachelors supposed to be like super rich and at least well off? I don't think so. No, it, it's not millionaire matchmaker, Mark. Mm. What Joe is that? Millionaire? Or that. Yeah. So like I was saying, it's like, yeah, I wanted, I was like, okay, I need to know this backstory. I need to know the story. And then I tried to, so I was trying to get through this episode. And then I'm like, I don't know if I can put myself through six unnecessary episodes of this. No. And, and I think it's good that we're starting halfway in because I don't think I can remember 25 of these guys' names, even when they display it at the bottom of the screen. Oh, I would I would pause the screen and be like, okay, let me take notes on the, who's this guy. Maybe, maybe this could be the one. I need to know. I need to know where he's from. I need to know his occupation and how old he is. I, I think it did help that a lot of them looked like uh, low-rent versions of celebrities. <laughs> Yeah, no, um, for sure. Like, uh, Jared. When I first saw Jared, I'm like, oh, it's like a really young-ish looking Aston Kutcher. Oh. Oh, that's Because I was like, that's like skinny Jim Halpert. And sleazy Wes Bentley, oh. a.k.a. Ricky Fitz from American Beauty. Duke guy with the vid- PV video camera? Yes, oh, and okay. the plastic bag. I a actually, little bit, just a little bit. I actually really like that guy, Jared. So sleazy. Jared I don't know. Sneezy, you think... Do we have do we have our names crossed? Who like? So Jarius is the person that got the rose in the second the, half of the uh, thing of the second half. Oh wait, the group after, date. The, the group date in Dublin. After yeah, after the freaking sorry guys, spoilers. Irish wake. If you probably haven't, I'm, I'm assuming you guys have probably watched the episode, or before. you don't care. Yeah, that that thing too. That's probably but spoiler more the alert. Case. Uh, Creepy McCreepersons, a.k.a. Uh, Lawrence, uh, Ashton Kutcher, a.k.a. Sleazy West Bentley. There you go. Uh, he gets Rose. And I liked it, though. I thought he was, I thought it was, uh, I was, I was pulling from him from the very, from, from the beginning. I was like, this, this guy could go far. I am, too, because he, he kind of has the, the right idea where it's not dude against each dude. It's your relationship with Caitlyn. It's not how you compete against the other guys. Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. That said, I think he is seeing more of a connection with Caitlyn than the viewer sees. And I don't know if that's like the reality thing or the producers cutting it that way, but it feels like he's seeing more there than actually is. No, yeah, he's definitely playing it like um, a golfer who he's he's just worried about his game he's not going to worry about everyone else's game absolutely you know what i mean he's just going to focus on focus on himself and do the best that he can because everything else is basically out of his control so now that we're kind of like warmed up maybe we can start chronologically and talk about maybe what happened what we know about what we can piece together about what happened before the episode in, in episodes one to six assuming that we haven't actually seen it 
and then through that and talk about where we are now and then kind of work our way chronologically through the episode and just talk about what we saw and comment on it. I don't know if you guys pulled sound clips from, from the show or not. No, did you? I kind of did. I'm really excited to see King. I just feel better being alive when I'm around King. Pretty sure that was Ben H. Is he the weird one that made the weird jokes in the wake? No, it wasn't the weird one who made... Oh, that was the first guy. That wasn't... Because Jared, my boy, my boy Jared, uh, he was the second one, right? Uh, Jared was so. the second one, yeah. yeah. So, so are you referring to the, the guy before Jared? Tanner was first. Okay, Tanner was fine. There was like a guy that was maybe like second last, like before Ben Z, and then everybody made a face. They were like, what the hell is going on? Oh, when he's just like, oh, thanks for inviting your five ex-boyfriends. Maybe... Yeah, and then it just went downhill from there. The only note I had was Ben H. Not funny, so it might have been him. Yeah. Mm-mm. Oh no. Uh, oh no no yeah. Oh, but oh no, cupcake. Was, was that cupcake? I like cupcake. Chris, cupcake. I really like cupcake. And then oh, no, like towards no. the end, I was like, oh. Because because he, I think he was after Jared, and he was like, oh, he, I tried to tell you to floss more, and like he started off really bad in terms of like uh, jokes. I, I don't remember the actual was, jokes. I, I think I think it was trash. To be honest. I think <laughs> the only thing I remember from that actually was like how they were all looking at the floor, like where their notes were. Did you notice that? Yeah, notes? everyone was had notes. notes. Everyone had so notes. So there's a table that the coffin's on, and everyone had notes like along the side of the coffin on I the table. Pay, I yeah, wasn't paying attention. like they were just like not even making eye contact with anyone. Well, it was awake. So I mean. Well, was it a wig? Because I felt like all everything they came up with was making it about themselves, not so much about her. Yes. Um. Well, no, no, Ben, Ben Z. Oh yeah, but he took it to a, such a serious place. It was just read the room, man. You gotta read the room. But um, did you did you hear what she said? Or his mom died. Yeah. People die. That's that's a, p- a part of the deal. But I think it put him in in this sort of place where he's just like, yo, I just I can't deal. I need everyone to leave right now. This is a thing that I need to do. Well, I also feel like that's probably something that the producers like got him to do. Like, can we kind of step back and like go a little meta? Because the <laughs> whole thing. Can we is... get someone to go like super serious, super <laughs> SRS, please? It's funny you mentioned that because the episode of Bachelor I watched, like the only one I watched was when the Bachelor dude and the the harem. What do they call it? They they went to a NASCAR track and they're driving around. Yeah. And one of the girls, her ex boyfriend or ex husband died. Uh, and he was an ex-NASCAR driver. Oh, my gosh. And the producers must have known that. So yeah, that, yeah. It's terrible. Like, yeah, I, I think that moment was, like, really weird because I can't imagine somebody who, like, experienced something like that would actually come up with his own idea to be like, yeah, like, that's a point that I could sell and, like, oh, I'm going to do this. It's weird. Um, sorry, are we going in chronological well, let's just order? Talk about the rape now. All right. Tanner, the first guy, all his jokes seem to be about himself. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Okay, so he's done. I don't like him. <laughs> I have rhymes, LOL, and then cupcake. And then when they were singing the song, they started off clapping on the offbeat, and then it became on the beat. And then I was like, As a serious musician, you yep. are like these guys. That was, that's, no. that was done post. That was like that was ADR. They got everyone in a room to do ADR and clap on beat. What's ADR? Uh, additional digital recording. Oh, didn't know what that was. Yeah. Um, it's yeah, it's like you go into it's when you're recording like a, a movie or TV show and, and things aren't syncing well, they'll like okay, we need you to resync the scene, so they'll bring the scene in. It's like that scene in Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Where um, um, he's he just breaks up with with um, okay. with Kristen Bell and he's supposed to be doing the music for the scene. Yeah. Right. And he's like and he's like oh so he went funny so he he puts in the Seinfeld thing right. Okay. This it's is not something that I remember. Okay. Never mind. <laughs> off, off topic. Off topic. Speaking of Jason Segel, did anyone else find? That Nick actually looks a lot like Jason Segel. Does he? No. I think so. I, I love Jason Segel, so no. 
I will tell you who he does look like. Yes, yeah. I think I'm uh, with you, on the same page as you. With okay, he looks like maybe not. Uh, Dennis from It's Always Sunny. No, nope. Philadelphia. Different page. Oh yes, definitely. For me, have you seen Pitch Perfect? You know the the magician guy. Oh yeah, uh, Benji. 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 Oh yeah, his character's name is Benji, right? Yeah. The magician guy. The guy. Oh the, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. From the first the first Pitch Perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 A little bit of that. I see a little bit like Mark Ruffalo in there too. Uh, like an uglier, like non non hulkish. Like if you Mark if Ruffalo. you beat Mark Ruffalo with a stick. With with the Hulk stick, yeah. Okay. Nick is quite good looking. What? Like I feel like out of everybody, like he's the most like, like charismatic most, and mm. good looking. Okay. Really? Mm. Uh, no, he's got like some a, weird face thing. It's cute. For honestly, for it's me, cute. most for for me, most good looking, my boy Jared. Jared. Okay. Why do I keep seeing my boy Jared? No, um, but it's Jared. I, I feel. Okay. Okay. So in terms of looks, Jared is there. There's there's actually a few dudes there who are like, oh, you're quite yeah, handsome. Yeah, they're okay. Um, but not b- Nick. Before I learned Jared's name, I wrote sleazy model type, and then it. Uh, and then <laughs> later on, he became sleazy model dude. It's so sleazy. Oh, Jared. That's it. I have him as the young punk from from Warwick, Rhode Island. That's it. That's <laughs> <laughs> very specific. Oh, that's because that's where he's actually from. Yeah. Okay. Oh, our I, I was like, what's our I? I don't know anything about Rhode Island, but is there like Rhode Island? Like, it, like is there an art school there? Rhode Island School of Design? Does that exist? Is that a thing? Mm, maybe. maybe. But if you're in Rhode Island, why don't you just go? To, oh, I'm thinking Long Island. Sorry. What? Where is no 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 Rhode Island? I'm, I I th- I confuse Rhode Island with Long Island. I'm like, if you're in Long Island, why don't you just go to New York? Let me play another clip. Okay. I want a rose so bad that I would pull my own tooth for one. Oh, that's got that's got to be cupcake. I I don't think it was. What? I didn't hear that. He wanted a rose. He wants a rose so bad he would pull his own. Oh my God! I wrote that down actually. Oh. That was Chris. Chris. Who's Chris? See, that's what I'm talking about. These guys, I, they all look the same. They do. Is, is Chris a guy? <laughs> I just made that I up. I don't know. Chris is, a, Chris is a guy. Okay, so I wrote at one point, who are Chris and Brit? Oh, because... Brit? Oh, this is the thing at the end of the thing, right? It, they that interspersed that in... Just like a few times, and I was like, "Is this a parallel universe?" So, where so at the beginning of this season of The Bachelorette, the first time it's ever happened, there were two possible bachelorettes. Because um, what happens is that they take previous bachelorettes from The Bachelor who were not successful matches, and they make them the the single person of their sex for the next season of the. Bachelor. Yeah. yeah. Oh. So for this season, they had two, and they let the men choose who the bachelorette would be for this season. That's terrible. Oh my god. Yeah. That's horrible. What was her name? Brit. Yeah. So she was the one who was not chosen. Um, okay. And Brandy, from what I, from the research that I did, he actually told Caitlin, "Look, I was here to be with Brit." So he, on his own accord, left the show. And I guess they're still following them to see where they are. Hmm. Brandy and Brit. That's okay. Huh. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's, That's cool. Brady? Brandy, Brandy, right? Brandy. Yeah. Brandy and Brit, I think it was. Yeah. I don't know where Chris came from then. Yeah. Right. Well, but my only issue with that is that they kept teasing that they would follow them, like, throughout the episode before commercial breaks. And they only show them at the, at the closing credits. With scenes that you've already seen when they're teasing it. Yeah, exactly. It's the same exact thing. Are we going to have more questions? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. And I feel like you're here to make out with a bunch of dudes on TV. Bringing Nick in, I don't question his intentions. I question your intentions. I really see you as a service-level person at this stage. 
I know exactly who this douchebag is. I thought I was really weird. So, so Ian, uh, after he ran, goes through this whole rant with Caitlin about how she's a surface-level person, yeah. um, he says he's so deep, she's not, she's very surface-level. Um, she's all about having her field plowed. Um, Did he say that? He said, okay. yeah. I came here for love, and I came here to find a wife. And it's really difficult for me hanging around a group of guys that are just making fart jokes, making poop jokes, making sex jokes. He said... And she seems to be the same surface-level girl that entered the house last season. I'm not looking to plow her field. He said... I went to Princeton, Deerfield, and that's what I have to offer. I'm glad, I'm way glad to be out of there. God, I've missed that. I've just missed having conversations with people about life rather than about sex. I'm tired of talking about farts and people's bowel movements. I'm being punished for being an intellectual. They didn't teach cheesy movie posted Princeton. I have to have original thoughts. I feel like I'm destined to be The Bachelor and destined to find love on this show. If I was made Bachelor, I think they would come out of the woodworks, man. I think they'd be like, oh, I want to go out with that guy. He's so deep. Oh, man, I need to have some sex. Yeah, fuck Ian, man. This is the worst. Yeah. yeah, so the only thing that I wrote about that bit, which was a weird introduction to a TV show, um, was Ian, exclamation mark, so deep, period, so terrible, period. That's it. <laughs> This is this was when I like really I was like okay wow this oh, is Mark's gonna get into it this is pretty good so he says to me this isn't a vacation I came here to find love get out of here buddy no I, I don't know how it is with with this reality show but oftentimes you find actors and things that apply to reality shows to get their name out and, and yes. do this oh yeah this is a little different because you presumably get hitched at the end of it so you might get more than you. For. <laughs> you well, don't have to get married at the end. No, right? you don't have to. I mean, it's happened before where the guys have been like, "Oh, thanks for making me the last one." By the way, I don't want to get married. Yeah, and there's guys who have openly said that they're like, "Oh, I'm here just to promote myself, basically." Yeah, um, and I feel that's exactly what Ian is doing, to be honest, because the that shit he says at the end when he's um, riding away in 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 the in the, in the truck or the van, he's like, "Oh yeah, I, I think." I should be the next bachelor. Uh, I think girls would be like, "Oh, this guy's really deep. I wanna, I wanna like get with that." And, and he's like, "They'll come out of the woodwork, man. <laughs> they'll come out. They'll come out for me." I was like, "You fucking asshole!" Like, I can't imagine like anyone after watching that would be like, "Oh yeah, totally, this guy." And part of this is like the producers orchestrated that by cutting his clips in a certain way. Yeah, but but he still said that. He had to have said it in the first place. And to go from I'm not here to plow her field to oh man, I gotta have some sex. Yeah, yeah, exactly, right? That that's what I I have that here. Oh man, I'm I'm here to have some sex. Isn't that just what he berated Caitlyn for in the beginning? Fucking dickhead. Did, did it, uh, it seemed to me, though, that he was the only non-obviously Caucasian person. Oh, definitely. Oh, yeah. I made yeah. fun of him that, for that, though. <laughs> uh, no, he, no, Wait, uh, no, he was balding, and I was like, ooh, that's, that's tough in this competition, right? It is. It, it's everyone, else, everyone else that had a full, the same, almost the same haircut. I, I know people listening to this can't see my hairline, but it's, it's, it's a hard, not just in the competition, but in life. It's a hard knock life. So, yeah, mine's getting there. So, um, where was it? Oh, so his, he had a he had a bold strategy. Um, he's writing out the other guys. Uh, at, okay, so this is like all first observation. Uh, so far, he's writing out the other guys. So far, he's kind of conniving and desperate for a rose. That's how he came off at the like when he started this, uh, and then he was calling her out on her intentions, basically calling her a very a a, a bad word. That we call girls. What did he like say? No, he didn't intentionally say it, but he was insinuating. Oh, okay, okay, I, I got it. Just getting plowed after she'd been hurt from the guy. I, I'm, I think it's been the the guy from the last season. We'll never we, know. Yeah, because I, because I think this was the girl who was rejected. Um, and I said, and in bold strategy, that's what I put, to uh, insult the girl that you're trying to marry. To me, like, I've... I've 
who knows if I've done this before or not, but it seems like he's trying to say these things so that she'd think, oh, this guy is deep. He's thought about these things and... And he's so different. Yeah, he's yeah. not and like I the other totally guys. He has these like underlying things that he thinks about, and light bulb goes on. I'm in love with him. He needs, you know, what he needs to do is he needs to read the situation because as he kept going, the face didn't go from like, oh, this guy's different. To <laughs> it was a face of like, oh, this guy's a fucking asshole. And he just doubled down on. And, and, and I and I want to fucking gouge his eyes out. And wear his nuts as earrings. <laughs> Very good. Um, and that won't go well for him next season. No. On The Bachelor. Well, he's well. not going to get an next I mean, one could hope he won't. But yeah. you never know. Which is disappointing. Because I, you know, I didn't want to, like, tell him what to do. But, like. He swoops in and. and, and uh, Can we talk about. Um, who Nick is and like why the other guys don't like him. Like, did he come in at some point they, in the middle of the? They sort of explain that very lightly near the end of the episode. Okay. Um, he, I feel the, that he's a prior contestant from a different series, like of the Bachelorette. Yeah, of the Bachelorette, okay. and he's been there. Air quotes. Been there before, so he knows. Like how to play the game. See, I had questions about this too. Um, apparently, in a previous episode, they were one of their uh, group dates was to do stand-up comedy, and in the audience, just happened to be a former contestant from The Bachelorette, uh, another season. And then yeah. he and Caitlin hit it off, and then she asked him to come on. To come on. Uh, so this is Nick. This oh. is Nick. At the beginning of season six, he entered the house. Uh, that's and that's why everyone's got a, like a thing like, against him. Ooh, yeah. yeah, which is cool. I I thought that was cool. He's definitely a plant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But what? Uh, exa- yeah, exactly. But the thing that made me want to talk about this show was because I saw the beginning of that episode, and one person with biceps and pecs, he said, "You once said she was a cool chick. Now is she a cool chick or an amazing woman?" And the look on Nick's face was like. What are you talking about? That guy's not on the show still, is he? I honestly can't remember. Uh, He looks like he worked out and didn't think about the fact that two different words could kind of mean the same concept in someone's head. That could could have been Sean. Oh, yeah, maybe. Because Sean is a personal trainer. Hey, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, To be honest, I was was looking at his arms more than his face, so that's on me. Um, should we talk about more about Nick, basically, in, in the, well, the first time we see him in this episode? Yeah. Um, I haven't, okay, here, here are the notes that I have from first, imp- first impressions of Nick. Uh, White Knight, uh, if anyone knows what White Knighting is, he's it's, uh, definitely White Knight. Aaron Eckhart in, in uh, The yeah. Dark Knight. Um, he is conniving, he comes off as conniving, a backstabber, and an opportunist. Because yeah. he he, swoop, he swoops in he basically he swoops in right after Ian leaves right and he goes oh are you okay well can can I can I be there for you uh, acting like a gay best friend platonic dick that's what he comes up. basically he swoops in interesting like, point um, and then reminds me of Dennis from It's Always Sunny only worse uh, yeah and the rest I have is uh, the the notes are on the single date in Dublin yeah but. But a gay best friend wouldn't swoop in, reassure her, and then make out with her. Yeah, yeah. No, but but he's yeah, he's like he's playing. He's okay, maybe not uh, uh, like a gay best friend, but he's like sort of like the best friend, um, Ducky from from. Um, Ducky six, was great. Please do not compare Nick with Ducky. Ducky? Well, yeah, he's like the platonic best friend, though. Yeah. Friend zone. He yeah, he's like he's. Uh, oh, Nick he, is not in the friend zone. No, Nick is not in the friend no. zone. No, but it, that's where it seems like he was coming from. Like he's like, oh hey, I'm here for you. Let me. I mean, he's yeah. he's definitely playing. He's doing the dentist system from de- from um from It's Always Sunny sort of. Uh, he's swooping in basically when the girl is feeling like crap, and and he went yeah. very quickly from just like talking to her to talking about himself like that's why i'm here for you and then he immediately yeah. did the elbow move on the back of the couch 
and just like they started making out. The lean in and I'm 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 intrigued by your situation. <laughs> Please tell me more. So either this guy's a professional or um he has he knows seduction and he knows some things that need to be doing. And on the premise that he was planted so that he would enter the show, someone must have tipped him off that what was going on in that balcony to, to Oh yeah, definitely. What balcony? Well, no, that's where they had the conversation. Oh, okay. Because I'm sure the other guys, if they had known what was going on, would have had the same thoughts. Oh, let me swoop in and be yeah. this white knight. And well, yeah, yeah. like Sean would have, for sure. <laughs> he tried to. He's like, let me go interrupt this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh. He walks up there and he sees him making out, basically, and he's like, fuck. You fuck. Yeah, that was, that's supposed to be me. God, look at my arms. That, you didn't say that. I don't know why. No. In his head, no. But I like Sean. Okay. All right. To be honest, nothing much happens in this episode. So so far, Ian Ian blows up. Comes, you know, whatever. Shoots himself in the foot. Good for him. At the cocktail party. At the cocktail party. Wow. Emphasis. Um, and then uh, Caitlin gets upset. Nick comes into swoop. Sean comes in because everyone is like, "Where the hell is everyone? What is going on? We've been here just chilling." It's a sausage uh, party up in this piece. Yeah, I know. There's too many dicks, not enough clams, and then, oh, yeah, yeah. Very good. Uh, and there's and everyone's just pissed. Okay, and then Sean comes, gets rejected, sort of, gets upset, uh, jealous almost. Oh, jealous, definitely. And then he comes off as a guy who usually gets what he wants. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Which is which is why you can tell like he's been frustrated the entire episode. And then yeah, what's after that? So and then they have the rose ceremony at yeah, the, the Alamo, which is cheesy and all too. What is the Alamo? Last end. We're not American, so it's not really. It's I fine. Well, in. In defense of this, th- we are doing this on on the Fourth of July Independence. Oh, <laughs> oh right. very nice. Merc- America! I am wearing a Captain America tank top. Very nice. But um, I'm no, wearing a laundryman T-shirt. So I'm wearing an American Apparel shirt. So two out of the three people in this room are patriotic Americans who yeah. are not American. Um, but anyway, no, they, uh, the Alamo, I believe, was sort of like the last stand between the, the, I guess, the Mexicans and the Confederates or whoever was there. And oh then they, they get annihilated. The, the, the Confederates get, I think, the Confederates, okay. they get annihilated by. From what little I know about it, yeah, the, it's not an American win at that no, point. No, it's like, yeah. And that, that, that's why everyone's like, remember the Alamo. Huh. That's. No. Maybe we would understand it if we lived if America. There. Yeah. And then we had the rose ceremony there. I want a rose so bad that I would pull my own tooth for one. Chris, I want to say it's the dentist cupcake. Chris, yeah, Chris is cupcake. That's why Chris I, I cupcake. It didn't click in my notes. Yes, cupcake. That makes sense. He's very tooth oriented. Yeah. yeah. That, that I don't think uh, that's that can't be his his name though. Like his chosen cupcake is not his his given name, no. <laughs> and that's no. not even uh, that's that's one of my issues with these guys. They're not even original. That he probably watched The Hangover one time. It was like I could pull my own tooth. It could be a dentist thing. Could be. A dent- you're right. It could be. One of them is the dentist, right? Cupcake. Cupcake. Oh, that. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Nashville, Tennessee. Chris Cupcake has a rose. Dentist, Nashville, Tennessee. Yep. Um, the thing I don't understand, I, I, I've, if we were there in person, I would ask them, when you say I trust Caitlin, what do you mean by that? I trust her. Who um, keeps saying they trust her? Every dude on this show. I, tr- I trust her. Oh, yeah, I trust. Um, they're like, I trust that she'll make the right decision. I trust her. They're, that's just saying. That's just conjecture. So what so they what mean they is that I trust her to make the right decision, but when she doesn't choose me, I'll still react emotionally because it should have been me. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Oh, some guy takes it really hard at the end of this rose ceremony. I called oh. him a straight Jesse Tyler Ferguson. Yes. 
Wait, no. He said, damn it, I'm not very pleased that I'm going home. Oh, it's, um, what's his name? The It is the welder from Indiana. Oh, yeah, because, well, like, one of the guys that left. Joshua. Um, Joshua, yeah. Joshua. I actually wrote genuine moment. I was like, right? dang. At the end? Yeah. Like, he's, he, he, okay, at the end, Joshua takes it uh really hard and then they hear or he heard them like cheering in the background yeah. he was like ugh. i wanted to go to dublin because like, like he was he was really because he i guess he feel felt like he didn't get a second chance because apparently he had a train wreck of a group date okay and, and like he felt like oh i need this at, at the beginning in the cocktail party he was like oh I need, I need some alone time with her i need to explain her what happened what what really you know my intentions were blah 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 and he never got that chance and he gets basically booted off the island, <laughs> <laughs> and um, and uh, he took the rose ceremony very hard, and he didn't get a, he didn't get one. So I really felt for him, right? And and you, you're right. Uh, he yeah. had a genuine moment at the end, and then when everyone him. had the announcement, he was yeah. like, <gasps> <laughs> oh, "You guys can't see me, but I'm making really like really cute face." <laughs> uh, yeah. But when he goes home to wherever he goes home and people watch this, he is going to be swimming in it. Oh, he yeah. is going to go home to Kuna, Indiana. I don't know if there's many people in They get TV. Kuna. They get yeah, TV. Okay. Maybe he should probably move to in, uh, like, you know, in Indy, Indianapolis, Indiana. He'll, he'll, he'll get her done. I, whatever. He'll, he'll be fine. Let's just yeah. say. But he also hates Nick. So there could be something towards that. That's at least two out of the remaining contestants who have vocally said, I hate Nick. I don't think Nick's the right one. So there's definitely something there. Oh, I see. And and Nick seems like a nice guy. He seems like he knows what to do. But if I was in this competition and then like almost midway through, the producers throw in this other guy who has done this before and is making out and presumably plowing her field, whatever. According to Ian. Yeah. I can I can see why they would feel that way. I'd be mad. Um, yeah, I think like that was also when I noticed the like how they kept repeating the words "falling in love" and "I'm looking for a husband," which I thought was weird. Like, given the premise of the show, and like you're literally supposed to just like go on dates with 25 guys, and that's interesting. Um, let me ask you this. Do, as a woman representing all women, do you, <laughs> okay. do you feel like Caitlin has agency? So I actually um, wrote down in the beginning of the show after Ian left, and I, I actually wrote Caitlin held her own um, because she was kind of explaining in a talking head about um, how the physical part of the relationship to her was very important um, and that she, like, doesn't go around judging everybody else, so, like, to each their own, which I thought was actually, like, a pretty, like, sex-positive kind of thing that you, I was surprised to see that on reality television. So I was like, okay, that's cool. Um, but then I think how the producers, like, handled um, the sex was a little problematic, but we can get to that later. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about it now. I want to talk about the Lord of the Rings music in Ireland. I did not pick up on that. Well, like in the beginning when they like set the scene and it was like... Ah, was it literally... There were some birds and like mountains. Like pulled from the Shire kind of thing? No, it can't literally be music no. from the Shire. Oh, okay. No, no, it wouldn't oh, be. I've, I've, I like just wanted to have a... Well, no, that's the establishing shot. They're like, hey, let's yeah. what's what's Irish? Let's play Irish music and show Irish things to say this to show that we're in Ireland. See, because they went to Dublin next, and I feel like the producers of the show they're obviously American, and they're like, oh, what's Irish? Let's have them drink beer. Oh, uh, Irish wake, more drinking. Uh, let's, let's throw the cranberries in there. They're Irish, right? <laughs> oh, my God, the cranberries? That was, was like, so what? unexpected. Apparently her favorite band, but okay. <sighs> Maybe. I was hoping yeah. they would play. I was hoping they play zombie. It's not as romantic. Maybe. Oh, definitely, but we're moving on. Zombie. But I think it was, yeah, like, the. I'm sure the producers, like, talk to everybody and be like, mention cobblestone, cobblestone streets. Like, 
Just like mention it a hundred times so that people would know that we're an island. M- but don't mention the potato famine. Oh. <laughs> no, oh. never that. Yeah. And then it was just like a really weird thing for me to see just the group of dudes in suits just like, walking around. Like it's very entourage ish. <laughs> oh, I thought I I'd thought, never seen that show. I thought that when they were when they were exiting the cocktail party to walk to the Alamo thing. There was like twelve dudes in suits coming, yeah, walking like on a ladder. I'm like, what like, is this? Like, if like someone a like in the street, movie. if someone on the street was like, where the fuck are all these dudes going? It's a bit weird. Whose bachelor party weird. is walking around? What would you have worn? What would I want? Uh, the pretty shitty fitting suit. Actually, no, I I got a new suit, so I mean, I probably wear that. But these dudes have like nice jackets and stuff, and I can't compete with that. So it would've been like, I guess. You can't wear a t-shirt and jeans. You know, hey, I'm the yeah, casual I'm one in this group. You could try. It might blow up in your face like Ian. Oh. You're forgetting who Ian is. Ian's the dude at the beginning. Deep, deep dude. So deep. deep he, he went to Princeton. Oh, not even that great of a school. Princeton. What's the matter, homie? You can get into Harvard? <laughs> <laughs> Yale, even? I mean, I want to talk, but I mean, come on. If you're going to throw that out there, yeah, maybe let me go to a... It's still Ivy League, I guess. It's still Ivy League, I guess, but it's like bottom of the... Oh, sorry, it's not bottom of the Ivy League. It's a pretty good school, though. It's a pretty good school. What are we doing? Who am I? I'm no one. Shut up, Mark. Cut cut it. So, um, (laughs) they were in Dublin, and who does she pick for the one-on-one date? Oh, God. Surprise, surprise. Nick. Um, And it seemed like a... Having never gone to Ireland, seemed like a fairly typical Irish date. Mm, sure, going felt like to a the date. Park? <laughs> yeah, he definitely though he got lucky in the park. Wait, well, what? You, uh, you have to explain to me what that means. Okay, so the bird phobia. Okay, okay, I wrote that down. Fear of birds, and then in caps, weird, quirky phobia. Cool. It's it's de- he like in terms of a date standpoint. He hit the fucking jackpot. Yeah, no, absolutely. Whoa. Yeah. Because it's a weird quirky thing, and it's for something for them to bond over, and then he basically protects her from the evils of the pigeons. And she f- she basically jumps into his arms, not really, figuratively, um, and she's just like, okay, I'm, I'm just going to get real close to you, put my arms around you, and you're going to guide me being my knight, basically. <sighs> And it's just like, this is a fucking lob, homie. Just And he does. And he fucking crushes it. Yeah, but I feel like even before the birds thing, like, she was like, I'm wearing a holy sweater today so you can touch my bed. My bare back. Oh, she was, yeah. she was into that. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, so it's very clear that she's really super into this guy. So everything he's doing is just, like, easy peasy. Yeah, cool. and, and again, it's it's not her fault. I'm sure she's a wonderful person. It's just the way that the producers have made it. But up until that date and the birds thing, whoever what that woman was could have been like interchangeable with another woman. It wasn't until like the birds thing that you could see something really? that makes her a person. I don't know about that because really? it just felt like a thing that like in every. I don't know, romantic comedy that people put in as, like, the quirky thing about this person is, like, birds in the park. How oh, easy. I was tricked by the producers. I don't know. I don't know. I hope not. I really hope, like, I, I wasn't tricked. I did it. Like, you, you it think, didn't you think, feel. You think that it's, oh, definitely the, the one scene that she has where, like, they're doing the talking head in the park and a bird comes at her and she freaks? Sure. <laughs> but, like, anybody can do it was that. Oh, it's They zoom no. now you can see the boom mic and everything. Yeah. It was obviously not a... Well, no, I'm sure she she doesn't love birds, but like, what an easy thing to like put in there. Sure. Like, okay, like Skep- go around there skepticism. where there are some birds. I don't know. I don't know. But she had a whole story, a whole backstory about it, like as a kid and everything. And she was like, "Don't run through them because they'll start." They'll start sure. What you got? And that'll like really trigger her her phobia. I don't know. Who, who's to say? <laughs> So shall proceed more with the date? Yeah, they danced in the streets. Thank you. Yes, I wanted to get okay, to this. Okay, go, please. He is trashed. Homeboy cannot dance. He cannot. And he enjoyed it. She enjoyed it. And the people invited them up. But yeah. you could tell from the other tourists that they were yes. ruining the experience for the they other were. tourists. Are you talking about the, the lady at about the 34-minute mark that was like on, on the camcorder? Yes. She made a giant stink face. <laughs> 
It was amazing. She was yeah. she was offended at how bad that dancing was. <laughs> <laughs> they looked so unhappy. Oh like, my god! Like, like, who are these dickheads? This is like six months worth of salary that we saved up to come here, and these guys on their whimsical date. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Americans. Yeah, exactly. Americans. Americans ruin everything. America. Happy July Fourth, everyone. Baby. Um, today we celebrate our independence. What do the other dudes do when they're on a one-on-one date? Like when Nick and Caitlin are there, they are sulking on the couch. They are exploring their uh, deep underlying feelings for each other. I thought Sean would be working out in some sort of Irish gym. Oh yeah, definitely. He's a personal trainer. Come on. You don't. You don't think the Radisson Blue has has a gym in there? Of course, the Radisson Blue has a gym in there. Yeah. I don't know. I'm so focused on his arms. Um, Can I ask you what a date card is? I had the same is question. Is that what that was? That's I, I, don't, I would like a yeah, date card? What is that? The date, I guess the date card is basically them coming, them leaving the card that has, okay, these guys are going to go on the date. So these guys are for a group date, and these guys are going to be for like a one-on, like a two-on-one. Is that what happened? I thought those two guys were just like, I guess I'm just going to sit here and no, because they previewed, they, they previewed the next episode. Oh. Because there's three dates, right? There's the one-on-one date, there's the group date, and then I guess there's the two-on-one date. Oh, that's intense. So, and then you see I, at the end of this episode, spoiler, like something blows up, and then they, another one the bites the dust. Up. Oh, I see, because uh, the two guys that weren't on the group date, they were like, if there was another guy, I'd want to be on. Okay, I get yeah. it. Yeah, and the I guy's like, oh, I wish the feeling was mutual, but it's not. But that was af- after after they were dancing... I mm. will say that uh, he Nick was smooth with the random kiss against the wall. Yeah, they were walking down. He, he was just very smooth. I feel in general. Like, that's why. That's yeah. why I feel. That's why I feel that he's um, somewhat practiced in the arts of seduction. Like a little too um, smooth. Like yeah. a little too smooth. Yeah. Um, because after that, so after the dancing, they ended their way to the pub, and. Uh, at this point, so that 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 seduction thing triggered on, uh, thing triggered, and I, I started watching him a little bit more closely, where where his hands were and everything like that. So he's pulling all the classic moves: hand under the sweater, around the the, the bottom of her back, uh, around the waist, basically bare skin touching. Um, he is in the. Okay, I'm I, I'm in no. Way so if you'd like to sign up for Mark's seduction classes, you can contact him. No, no, you definitely don't want to sign up, sign up for my seduction class. Um, but he is basically escalating Kino to get her in the mood. His so Kino is basically just touch. It's a game that you play on the lottery yeah. thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. And also the other one is um, it's basically touching. Your escalating Kino is your your touching parts of a girl. Um, not yeah no it's 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 it starts off as light touch so sure. like it'll be like maybe on the arm and then maybe around the sp- smaller back maybe yeah. the waist and then as the night progresses you get someone a little bit more aggressive yeah it's it's really horrible what does Kino refer to though like does it stand for something like no 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 I, I have no idea okay. um, but it's basically touch and it's basically escalating to the point where the girl becomes used to the idea of of you of the guy touching the girl so that by the end of the date it's basically oh this is not weird that he's kissing me this is not weird that his hand is somewhat near my butt yeah. or whatever like that it's it's definitely it's okay it's super creeps because it's like you are conditioning the girl to no, I mean that like I feel like a person that doesn't think of that as like a strategy would still do that though like I don't yeah, yeah. presumably yeah. when a Two people want to make out with each other. None yeah. of them are saying, and, I'm creeped out by this as they're this, doing and, it. And, they're, right. and, and therein lies the difference in, in this scene because they are very clearly into each other. Yeah. yeah. This, is, this is him just sort of ex- accentuating that. Whereas if this were just like a regular, like a first date, this is him where, like, where uh, the uh, intentions or the, you know, you don't, the relation, you don't, you're unsure of what the relation is. If this guy was doing it, he was doing it because of that. It's interesting because... It's interesting you have all these details down because maybe it's just a way, again, that the producers have manipulated my viewing experience. But when Mm -hmm. Jared, spoiler alert, at the end is dancing to the Cranberries with Caitlin and they're smoochy smooching, I feel like he's more into it than she is. Mm. Yeah, Maybe it's because Nick hasn't conditioned me to need him to touch Caitlin. 
Yes. Okay. Uh, no, you know what it is? It's because it could be that she's still way into Nick, right? But um, you can definitely, yeah, you're right. You can definitely tell he's super way into it because it's it's basically keeping the dogs at bay at dinner time and being like, okay, which one gets to eat now? I don't and understand don't this. <laughs> no? You don't get so rough. This uh, okay. Like, uh, who gets to decide the producers or, or Caitlin? Caitlin, obviously. Okay. Mm. Right. Well, okay. Again, we're maybe getting a little bit into this. But, uh, yeah, I'm sure Caitlin's like, I want to date this guy next. Right? And it's like being being called up. It's like being called up to um, the big leagues. And you you want to really impress. So you get a little bit overeager and a little bit. Sure. Plus, he's also the youngest and one of the youngest in the group. I haven't been noticing their ages. Yeah, no. Uh, Nick is the oldest at 34, I believe, and he looks so young. He has like, really? like that boyish. I wonder what cream he Nick? uses. Nick. Yeah. Nick. Jason Seagal. Nick the worst. Yeah. Nick is the worst. No. Yeah. Um, Just because he's the worst doesn't mean he couldn't have a boyish face. Okay. Yeah. He does know, he what, does to know do. what to do. He's been in this position before. He knows what to do. So after he says he knows what to do, they cut to the scene of the closed door and the moaning sounds <laughs> or whatever it is. And I thought that was that was great editing. Oh my god! Okay, hold on, hold on. Oh, they also had they oh, had some birds and oh bees. Oh my god! I speaking like, of the oh speaking of editing, shout outs to the production staff for uh, mm, yeah. for the subtle birds and the bees thing afterwards. I'm like, why the hell are they showing me a bird? I'm like, oh, okay, it's two birds in love, and then a bee. I'm like, oh, you suck. Birds, <laughs> bees, and Nick stumbling out of her room in the morning or whatever. Uh, terrible, but yeah, I want to explore every part of your body. <laughs> oh my god. I mean, they must realize they're still wearing the lav mics and they can hear everything. Yeah, because she's moaning. Oh, my God. I I was like, I wonder what they're doing now. I wonder how the cameraman feels when he's outside that door. Um, Presumably, he just gets what he needs and then they can just loop it and they still have the audio and he doesn't have to be in there the whole time when they're getting it on. But it... Just the way you're watching it, it seems like he's just sitting out there waiting it, for something. Because the, cam- the camera uh, like sort of pans or kind of moves a little bit. Yeah. So I'm thinking like there's someone still still there operating the camera. I'm sure they are. Like I, I, I don't know. I feel like this is more orchestrated by the producers than we like to think it is. I hope. I hope it was all ADR. After. <laughs> Of, of them basically, they, they, was, they just go in there and they close the doors, <laughs> yeah. and they're like, they get Nick and Nick and Caitlin come back to record in the studio. But like, like, hey, can moan, you just moan a little bit? Can you just moan a little bit? Say this cheesy ass line. Or, or if it's <laughs> not even ADR, the next morning they'll give her some like scrumptious dessert and record her when she's eating that, and then loop it back in. I want to explore every part of this. Oh, I don't know what's an Irish dessert. Who do you think she's talking to on, when she's on the balcony and the recording oh, and she's saying? It seemed like she was talking to herself, or maybe there's some like production assistant, like yeah, hiding on the or, balcony, or, or the host. Is the host is just hiding in the balcony <laughs> in the other room. <laughs> so, <laughs> how do you feel? No, but but uh, yeah, I'm sure it's like the last season of The Office where they actually it's revealed that they actually talk to the people filming and doing that, and they oh. there's humans. I was just spoiling. I was spoiling that. that for me. Oh, it's. I always thought that about The Office that they actually they never sp- show it. I don't think you've had a few years to watch it. Yeah, no, that's on me. That's, that's on, on me. you guys, definitely. But I mean, I always thought that yeah, they were talking to like the production staff. Yeah. Like it was a, it's a documentary. Who else do you think he's talking to? Oh no! But uh, oh, spoiler alert! But Pam has this like friendship with one of the b- the boom mic guys. That's not you. You cool? Yeah. A- anyway, okay, that's fine. Yeah, and then they have the the Irish wake. Um, terrible. Terrible. The next morning, oh, the, the next wake. morning is the yeah, the group date. I would just like to very quickly point out the suspenseful music that they start playing um, when it looked like they were going to bone. 
like the night before and then once they switch over like to the guys in the living room kind of just talking about being jealous of nick um then it's like really slow sad acoustic music so definitely putting, yeah, keep getting manipulated by these uh producers yeah putting me in a mood let's jump ahead to after the irish wake Hey, it's all fun now. We didn't have to write our own material and share it. Actually, we did, but it kind of sucked. But Caitlin loved it. We had some drinks with some guys who played some music. Oh, Benzie got super real, right? Oh, he got real. Benzie. Ben Zed, as he would have been known in, ca- in Canada. Oh, I like that he got a chance in the Guinness storehouse to kind of explain himself to yeah. Caitlin. So, yeah this, yeah, this is the... After the wake, this would be the the dinner portion of, I guess, the wake. But I did write down that, like, he kind of was spinning everything to sell the relationship, yo. So, like, like when he was talking to Caitlin about, like, oh, yeah, I don't remember what they talked about. I don't remember either. I, I kind of zoned out. It, it's more like to do with, oh, this this got really real for me because yeah. of my mom's dad. Uh, and yes, that's yes. why I was feeling this way. But I feel like if you're at that point of the relationship where that level of intimacy is there, you don't really need to explain yourself because the other person kind of already gets it. Because they trust that she'll get it. Yeah, and and she did. She did. But it's also like the way you would react if a friend reacted that way. And she was kind of comforting him as a friend. But also this is a reality TV show and they have to verbalize everything. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, everything is... um, Exposition. Mm. Exposition, thank you. Okay. Exposition. Um, speaking of dinner, um, so Sean, the personal trainer, uh, Ryan Gosling. Yes, Ryan Gosling. He broke out the big guns. The family pictures. The family pictures. <laughs> okay, so definitely, I have it down. That's a desperate move. Um, also, there's a picture of just him and the dog. Yeah. Like, I'm gonna keep this picture of me and my dog in my wallet, and then show it to a girl one day. Do, do you, when you go traveling around? Well, okay, maybe it sounds bad I'm on my sure part, but I don't bring family show, pictures. The, I'm sure the show printed them out. It yeah. was like, hey, I have an idea. Let me get in your Google album and print these out. Exactly. Just show them, show your Tinder profile, bro. It's the same thing. Yeah. It's even better. Hey, how, how awesome would that have been? Hey, I'm going to show you something. It's cool. It's like he breaks out his phone, opens up the Tinder app. Check it out. This is my profile. Just keep looking at his pictures. Oh, you yeah. accidentally swiped right. Oh, I guess it's... Uh, you can't swipe right on yourself. I don't way. know how this stuff Which, works. Yeah. And then, and then he, he goes over to his matches. Check out all these girls I could have. But I chose you. <laughs> Boom. Drops the mic. It's... it's uh, I feel like Sean... The, the way, if I was a producer on this show, the way that I would be making this happen and crafting this story is making Nick out to be a hero. And at least for this episode, Sean B is the villain because he's against the hero. Yeah, and then Sean is going to come out on top. Is he? Well, Classic. it looks like Classic. he's going to leave the show at the end there, but I don't know. No, that's someone else. Really? Oh, oh no, 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 no. So Wasn't I'm, he I'm, like, no, 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 yeah, 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 oh, yeah. I can't do this anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. after, after um, she gives the rose to Jared, mm-hmm. he is so crestfallen. Oh. Yeah. But also, so I wrote down that I thought Jared seemed really distracted during during their date. Was it just me? And he was just like saying all these things, and then at some point he was like, "It's a good looking guy. It's a good looking girl." He said that. Yeah, he said that. They they were looking at a reflection. Yeah. um, I was like, "What? Really?" No, because she goes, "Oh, oh, that's." Doesn't she say that's a good looking guy? I don't remember. Some, um, I, I'm pretty oh, sure we'll it was No, him. I remember he says, yeah, you're right. He says, he says, oh, yeah, look at this good-looking guy and also a good-looking girl. Oh, when they're in that private area yeah, up top yeah. looking at the view. Yeah. yeah. That's a great view, by the way. Oh, I want to go there. Shout-outs. Shout-outs to, to uh, Guinness, Guinness Storehouse. Guinness Storehouse. Um, this podcast does not yet have a sponsor, but if and Guinness... Probably won't be Guinness. No, okay, fine. That's fine. We are drinking... Not Guinness right now. Uh, water? Smart water. Shout out to Smart Water. Um, I love this water, even though it's and more these expensive donuts water. that you've so kindly brought us. Thank, shout out to 7-Eleven. All right, 7-Eleven. Always open. Is that their 
I don't know what they're. I don't know. That's Whatever. fine. Let me play this clip. I was just really looking forward to spending some time with Caitlin in Ireland and was hoping to start making some memories here. Does he what? sound like Ryan Gosling? Sound like Ryan Gosling. Like yeah. when Ryan Gosling wants to have that deep. Bassy voice. That's I think it matches up. He kind of yeah. looks like Ryan Gosling too. It's just a little bit. I I I don't see. I oh, I always imagine him when he has a deep voice. It's still like some southern comes out. Sure. Like in uh, I think in Fracture you get a lot of that Ryan Gosling voice. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's Sean B reacting to Jared getting the rose, and he says, "I'm gonna start making some numbers here." Wait, what does that mean? I, I don't know. It's probably a trainer thing. <laughs> it sounds like some Wall Street thing where where if you're not doing too well, you like get yourself ramped up to start making some numbers. A little Glenn Gary, Glenn, Glenn Ross. Always be always be plowing closing. fields. <laughs> closing, quote unquote, closing. Oh. I, I felt like that was the wrong attitude for something where you're finding love for the rest of your life, making numbers. Mm. Yes. You know, I I can sort of relate to what Sean feels. It's basically, at this point, I mean, he's really into a girl, but the girl is showing him that he's not really into him, almost, by being rebuked, and not maybe rebuked, but um, by being sort of looked over over all these other dudes, right? Almost like an unrequited love, but not really, because uh, apparently they had, they had like a really good date beforehand. We'll never know. Yeah. Well, yeah, no. but it's like, it's like he entered <laughs> the TV show, like... Yeah, I, I you know I, I think I think he doesn't he he entered it and he and he thought maybe that you know they'd fall in love and it'd just be them <laughs> it'd be like eleven episodes of of, of just them, them going, falling in love them falling in love and then other dudes being super jealous yeah. but yeah that's just not that the way it goes happen. and I think you're right it goes uh, to something that you said earlier that he's used to getting what he wants right and then it could be just like he's not getting it and he's sort of like. Throwing a hissy fit, or he's—that's—it's yeah. not exactly a hissy fit that he threw, but it was an emotional reaction. Yeah. yeah. Um, something that I was <laughs> that was of interest to me was when he said to whoever the guy was that he was talking to. Oh, who was that guy? Um, Some producer, yeah. guy on the As side, a, probably. And then oh, he, said, he said, he said, man to man, friend to friend, guy to guy, and he was like. Why does she have to do that? Like, it's going to drive me away and ruin something that could be amazing. But also, like, you're talking about yourself. Like, it's weird. Yeah. Yeah, like, it's driving me away. Like, he's talking about a third person. Although, if you're not from, like, L.A., which I'm not from, but if you walk around like that in L.A., you're like, okay, this is what regular people look like, like me, big arms, I look like Ryan Gosling. But if you come from another... Where's he from? Uh, uh, Sean is from... I, know, I, I look at you like you're, yeah. you're, you've done your research I, on well, these no, guys. No, well, I just, I just write it down. He's a personal trainer from Windsor Locks, Connecticut. Yeah, so I've never been to Connecticut. Connecticut. Um, but I would wager that people generally don't look like that where he's from. I think a lot of the people on the show don't generally look like that. <laughs> mm. um, so, yeah, he's just... It's the way his life works, maybe. That, but props to that producer. He's just trying to get more material out of this guy. Because <laughs> in his head, he's like, I'm not your friend, man. It's my job. I don't know, man. He could feel for him. like, yo, man, I'm really pulling for you, bro. But I'm also really pulling for Jared. And I'm also really pulling for... I'm just trying to tell a story out of this material you gave me. So, yeah, keep talking about how you're amazing. And I'm pretty sure it's not a producer. I'm pretty sure it's, like, maybe a camera operator or even, like, a boom sound guy. I just asked you about uh, the right exercises for my pecs that one time because I can't afford a personal trainer. Yeah. I don't know, man. I still feel for him. I'm very self-conscious about my pecs. I don't know. keep bringing pecs (laughs) up. Um, uh, yeah, no, I, I feel for Sean. Like he's, um, yeah, you know, he's like he's like he's in love, but the girl doesn't feel the same way. Any, you know, who here hasn't experienced that? I know I've experienced that many a time, and lately as much. Um, and I, you know, it hits me right here, and I feel for the guy. You know, sometimes watching a show like this. Um, Viewers of TV shows often have these theories about the show, like, oh, it was all a dream, or they're actually all dead, and this is just uh, 
kind of playing on the afterlife. This whole, ep it's a long episode, I know, but if you condense it into like 20 minutes, it could happen like in a dance club. Am I dating myself by calling it a dance club? No. Nope. But it's like, there's this girl, and these guys are trying to get to her, and they're like, oh yeah, look at me, and there's alcohol fueling all these emotions, and she obviously doesn't, I, I don't know how these things work, but it yeah. just seems like it could all play out as like a dance club drama. Totally. I feel like everything that they put in there, like everything they've shown us could have been condensed to like 40 minutes, 30, 40 we minutes. We didn't have to spend no 96 minutes watching this thing. God dang it. Ugh. People watch it though. It's a no, great no, show. Yeah, I'm, I'm no. glad we're talking about it. <laughs> no, well, no, you're right. The, the, this type of shit happens every night in, 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 in a in a typical night in anywhere in, in any city in a nightclub, right? You got a girl who's, you know, who's enjoying herself and trying to have fun, and you got, you know, X amount of possible suitors who are like, oh, this girl's really cute, and then, you know, I want to get with her, blah, 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 right? And, she, and it's up to her. She's like, let me dance with you, you know, okay, let me buy you a drink, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, everything's very condensed in, like, a minuscule form of it. That's, yeah, that's, that's super, like, oversimplifying, I guess. That's what I do. I oversimplify things. Yeah, it's, it's simplifying it, yeah, to a little more relatable term. Um, so at this point, I actually wrote down, did Sean and Caitlin have sex too? And also, they never say the word sex, they just say off camera. And Sean was like, oh, me and Caitlin had some off camera time. I was wondering uh, whether that was uh, sexy times. We'll never know. We could we, <laughs> we could, could uh, we could go back and watch your previous episodes. I guess. And, and yes, and look it look it up. We can refer to the wiki. We could. But yeah, no. Uh, from the sounds of it, without looking back, it does sound like they have had like a really good date, which amplifies and I think it it um, explains why he's behaving why he has. Yes, because sure. he thought it was. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure if. Uh, Let's say in the next couple episodes, she really starts to hit it off with Jared. Don't know if this this will happen, but this is just speculation. Um, You're allowed to speculate. What if what happens with with Nick? Does Nick go like batshit crazy and be like, "I can't take this anymore. I thought what we had was real," you know? They did kind of tease that. Why is she doing that to me? It w was it Nick? It was someone else, wasn't it? There, there was something uh, where it seemed like it was Nick who was saying, "Look, you do what you got to do," and she walks away from him I at a bench. Totally missed that. I'm but yeah, I mean, it's it sucks. I mean, you're dating, you know, all these other guys at the same time. Of course, feelings are going to be hurt. Feelings. <laughs> I, I'm going to play this clip. Is not her saying no to us as much as she's saying yes to him. Yeah, that sucks no matter what. <laughs> What, what did he say? He said, it's not her saying no to us, but saying yes to him. And then Ben Zed says, yeah, it sucks no matter what. <laughs> I really like that bit. That was Cupcake, right? Yeah. I think that was the moment where I was like, oh, this guy is cool. Yeah, I enjoyed that. It was like a nice comic relief. It's a good attitude. Yeah, it is. Ben Zed just sucks, sucks it out. <laughs> Sucks. Um, so when she first called him Benzi, I was like, how does one spell that name? I was like, oh, they're ben Americans. Benzi. Benzi. Is this is Benji with a Z? Yeah. <laughs> we call him Ben Zed. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Let's call him Ben Zed because uh, we're celebrating July 4th our way. Yeah. Um, and I feel like you can't really develop an intimate relationship with someone when you always have to use the initial of that person's last name. Um, I think the only thing, so I'm eating a donut. Ooh. Shout out to donuts. Thank you, 7-Eleven, for your um, regular priced donuts. Yes. So they kept referring to a mistake. Like, what is the mistake? Like, at the end? Permissive is probably sleeping with so many dudes. Oh. I don't know. Sleeping with so many dudes. If it's a how many dudes does she? Do hold on, hold on. Yeah. Um, this is a show. This is the entire show. Just, just so you know, just so you know, I'm on the wiki. Caitlin Bristow, or whatever her name is, mm -hmm. she's from Vancouver. Whoa! Shit. Shout out to Vancouver. Shout out to Caitlin. I hope it works out for you, girl. Vancouver. No way. That means that there are no worthy guys in Vancouver. Hey, well, well, well. I'm 
mean, hey, I mean, if, um, if you like Asian dudes, you know. Statistically, probably not. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Yeah, no, hey, no. Ooh. Such is life. Boy. What? Boy. Yep. Um, should we go around and conduct our own shit blossom ceremony? <laughs> I already know who my shit blossom is. All right. Start with me? Yeah, let's do it. You've, you've cut your I shit blossom goes out to Ian. Oh! God, Ian. The worst. I'm sorry, man, but uh, your your strategy of, of, of ragging on the bachelorette uh, did not work out for you. Um, I don't know. I don't I don't know what you thought that would make you think it would, um, but no, it did. That's a bad form, and I think, I think overall, it may have hurt him. In in the long run, I mean, girls be like, "Oh, you're that, you're that guy who fucking ragged on the <laughs> the girl and made her super pissed." Yeah, that's it. I don't want to see him on The Bachelor. I don't want to have other people interact with him in this context. But I feel like it would be entertaining to watch. Maybe two minute clips of him interacting with other humans in general. Yeah, yeah. To to see like how much of a pompous prick he could be. <laughs> it's great. Yeah, he sh- he's he sh- he's almost English. Oh, I don't know yeah. What that means. Yeah. I I've known many an English person to be very pompous and pr- no, actually I don't. I'm sorry, that's wrong. That was really bad. I, c- I can cut that out. Yeah. I'll, I'll bleep that out. So we won't know what people Mark was referring to. <laughs> no, you bleep it out. It's gonna be. It's gonna be like. What, what do you say? Oh, black was it black? Oh, I'm, I'll, I'll bleep that out too. <laughs> uh, yeah, Terrible. but Ian, Ian gets a stink blossom um, for being really mean to her, and at the end, trying to be like, oh, I could be the fucking the Bachelor next season, and girls would come out. Girls would come out of the woodwork for me, man. What does that mean? Why are they in the woodwork? Yeah, because they're not talking to you right now. That's that's. Yeah. In the so that so that's that's why he gets the stink blossom. Right. All right, Jody. So yeah, I agree with Mark, and I would also like to pick Ian because he's a terrible human being, and I don't know. It's a it's a great introduction to the show for me. How terrible it was. All right, for me, I'm gonna have to give it to Tanner. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't really come up with much of this episode. I just felt he could have d- done a better job on his rhyme during the week. <laughs> you should probably say that into the microphone. I said maybe it was Tanner that I did not like. No, it was Ian. All right. <laughs> it's probably Ian. All right, Ian, will you accept this shit blossom? Do we shit blossom, stank blossom? No. Doesn't yeah, matter. Shit blossom's fine. He's done. Do we need to rate this episode? I don't know what we do. Nah. No, we're done. We're done with this show. We're done. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you good? <laughs> you feel good? I guess we're good. All right. Yeah, it felt like that was very WTF. I know. That's, I was channeling. Oh, sorry. I was channeling a little bit. Okay. That's our show, and we'll see you next time.